now, okay, oh. now we're oh, really getting it. Oh, I like the taste it. of butter and cream. Now, now we're really, really cooking. Now we're okay. cooking with guns. Now we're cooking with butter and all. Butter and all. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so sorry. You don't need to apologize to me. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm just fine. Um, Hello, everyone, and welcome to Carry On, the Sex in the City podcast. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Kit Knopp. And I'm your host, Alec Wells, and I'm your body type. Wow. That um, every pod- Marshall said this about one of our episodes uh, on Boys and Ghouls. Every podcast is somebody's first podcast. Like someone's oh. gonna tune in to this episode. Oh, and oh. like this will be their very first. And yeah. I just said, "Your car horse Kate cannot." <laughs> like what? Yeah. What must they think? Yeah, um, we'll never know. It. Yeah, and um, Alec, who's with us this evening? With us tonight <laughs> is one of my absolute. Favorite, the gorgeous, oh, the brilliant, stop. the wonderfully manicured and styled, the always tan, incredibly wow. buff, fashionable, and fit. Oh, stop. Daniel Montgomery. Come on, season six. Let's, Let's get, get sickening. <laughs> now, I, for one, didn't want Daniel back because I hate him. Sorry. But guess what? Sorry public- about it. Demanded it. People cannot get Multiple enough of Daniel. Multiple people have asked us, "When are you having Daniel back on?" Yeah, oh, they love that's you. so sweet. I've talked to so you. many person who wanted you back, <laughs> and I was so happy you were to accommodate with them. The man in yeah. the mirror. She you sounds have, lovely. Yeah. Before we get started, do you, would you be able to bring up the latest review so we could read it on air? Uh you know, we uh, we love getting shout-outs over Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. We love connecting with the fans. Want to read a quick review from iTunes that we got from R.B. Cumber, who said, uh, Great filthy. Sex in the City podcast. It's nice to watch the show again and listen and remember how much my friends and I loved and discussed the show. Well, thank you so much, R.B. Cumber. We love discussing the show, too, with our friends so much so. We're doing it right now. Thank that you. we're literally Thanks doing it Benedict now. Thanks to Benedict Cumberbatch for that great iTunes review. Yes. Please review us on iTunes uh, if you if you please. We'll definitely read it on air, and uh, it helps us find more listeners. Um, and I also want to give a shout-out. Uh, I get, we got a Twitter we got a Twitter message that's really adorable that I'm I'm in love with. Uh, so we've had someone interacting with us a lot on Twitter lately. Her name is Stephanie Caldwell. Hey Stephanie. Hey, hey Stephanie. Stephanie. She says thank you, thank you for coming back. Referring to season three, my friend and I recently found your podcast and we are hooked. 
We are the biggest SATC fans, or so we believe. We watched <laughs> SATC all through law school. They're oh, lawyers. Wow. They're, they're Miranda's. Congratulations. Miranda's. Or maybe they're not. <laughs> maybe they're not. It. We don't know. I never make it. We all. Oh. oh, that makes me want to cry. Um, and for the finale, we had a huge party. That's right. We yep. love the show and love reliving each episode through you guys. Your commentary, stories, and jokes entertain the hell out of us. And for that, we are so very, very grateful. Oh. You could do a shout out to us sometime on your podcast that would seriously make our lives. Signed, the two Stephanies, aka Sex and the City fanatic. Yes, God. Two Stephanies, aka two Twisters. Yeah, can't get enough of those Stephanies. Alec. What? Oh, I'm sorry, I can. <laughs> Thank you, but, no, but we, we really, love we lo- we actually love you as much more than you love us. And you know what? You've um, you've encouraged us to raise the bar high tonight for our conversation. We're gonna do that so just high that right now. We're gonna jump into it. Let's talk about it. Season three. I dare say I will. I will never be more angry than I will be at this episode. Season, mm, so I, angry that I interrupted you. No, that's that's just fine. Yes. We're, we're we're season three, episode four. Four. four? This is carry on episode thirty four. Season three, episode four. Boy, girl. Boy, girl. Okay. <laughs> and who directed and who it wrote? It was directed by the I think the same woman who I didn't even write her name down. Bless her. I really appreciated or really took in the produced by Sarah Jessica Parker credit in this one. I did too. Yeah. Yeah, I could feel now, it. Now, uh, it was it was directed by Pam Thomas, uh, written by Darren Starr, which I think is just his general credit. <coughs> so I think mainly written by Jenny Bix. Okay. He's written a lot, a lot of episodes. It uh-huh. aired June twenty fifth, two thousand. Mm. So Y two K. Y two K. This is I, I don't want to start with a down, downer, and I'm not in, intending to keep it this way, but I, I kind of blurted something when we were watching the main titles and it was I had never paid close enough to ten- attention to see if the World Trade Center was oh. in the opening credits and it is twice mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. and did they, they, they ever, change that yes they yeah. did uh, they did they removed they them took it out. Um, after mm-hmm. oh wow yeah I thought we talked about this before on the podcast. I, maybe, maybe we not. had, and I just yeah, forgot no. about it. But I that noticed was something not as important in the opening credits that I never really paid attention to before, which is the guy in the mesh T-shirt. Yes, I've always mm. noticed his mesh shirt. I've never noticed him. Really, really, he's, he's in the so. final when shot. When it freeze frames on Carrie, there's a guy behind her with a black tank top with a mesh T-shirt over it. I think I always just look at Carrie. Of course, how you can do. you not? But. Uh, next time you'll see this man, and you'll also notice, thanks to me, how shiny his pants are. Ooh. I never looked Are they so pleather? <laughs> Why, yes, I am, and thanks for noticing. Um, no, they're like silver, which I always thought they were just like jeans. Are they not kind of hammer pants, now that no, I'm thinking they're about tight. it? They're, oh, okay. they're tighter than that. I wish wow. they were hammer pants. I can't not. believe I've never paid attention to this man. That's I've seen him so that, many times. That man, that bald man, that... Oddly sensual man. That, that man, man that makes, makes me quiver, quiver under, under my, my bodish. What is that from? Like the Crucible or something? It's from Adam's that. Family Values. Oh, of course. Yeah. But um, the Crucible was really close. <laughs> yeah. That was just about the same movie. Sorry, Debbie. No Mercedes this year. We have to set an example. Oh, yeah? Set this! So, 
New Yorkers are jaded, or so Carrie says when this mm-hmm. episode opens. Jaded. Beautiful. Oh god, that's a good you, one. You guys were cracking me up because we were watching this episode right before the <laughs> opening narration began. Um, both Alec and Daniel were tossing out like, "What's it going to start uh, with?" New York women are, and um, <laughs> in Manhattan, they, in Manhattan, and sometimes people say that. And what the actual <laughs> line was was, "It's been said." It's been said that New Yorkers are the most jaded people in the world. I've actually done that before where jokingly said, I can't remember what which episode it was or what I said, but I remember being like, New York, full of dreams and blah, blah, blah. But whatever yeah. it was that I said as a joke ended up being really what wow. Carrie said. <laughs> yeah. But nobody can verify that. Yeah, I believe you. I believe you. you. I said we've holding got, up quotation marks. We've got this marks. opening parable or whatever we want to... Call it's comfortable. It. We're used to it. We yeah, expect it. We yeah. love it. Well, yeah, New Yorkers are jaded. They 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 don't they don't even flinch when the woman bringing them their canapes has pussy lips hanging out. She has yeah. her lips. That? Her her beef curtains were flapping. Those the lips were made for talking. Yeah, oh. I'm not sure the <laughs> that's FDA just was. what they'll do. <laughs> <laughs> I, when when we were about to start watching, it said there'd be nudity in the episode, and Alex said, "Oh yes, nudity," and we got it right at the oh, beginning, right at the top. Her one I was winking. Yeah, winking up at me. I don't know if the <laughs> FDA would approve that. Oh. Woo! The FDA? What's the sanitation grade oh, there? Oh, the food? P? Oh, <laughs> Alan. Okay, P for sorry. Poisson. P for vagina. <gasps> Serving fish. Serving <laughs> poisson. <laughs> no kidding. Les poissons, les poissons, how I love les poissons. Love to chop and to serve little fish. Oh my god, I'll have the trout mouth. (laughs) This is getting disgusting real fast. So, we love when the ladies are at the opening of a club or a restaurant. Tonight, they're at the opening of a gallery A gallery, which makes me think of one of my favorite episodes. Go on. That episode where we first meet the Russian. Oh, Oh. of course. Mm. That's of the course. one, right? It's yeah. one. That's one. Oh, sorry. One. One. I'm I thought that was your favorite episode, or is I Love a Charade your favorite? I, one and I Love a Charade are, my, are probably my two favorites. Well, that's because they're perfect. They are perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I have a lot. I have a lot that I love, though. Yes, you know, of course. Yes. So this one, we're oh, it's opening at a, a gallery. Yeah, Charlotte's gallery. Charlotte's gallery. Charlotte's yeah. in charge. She's large and in charge. She's got long, long ringlets in her. Ponytail. Oh, she does. They're probably Red the longest light. ringlets I've ever seen. They are. They are. They're. They are that. The, those Nellie Olson ringlets. Yeah. From Little House on the Prairie, but just roll long on her ponytail. Real and she's wearing long. that tight black dress, that LBD, but it's not short. And uh that red lip, that red lip stain, and she's she's that in red charge. lip classic thing that you like. Yes. yes. So this the the gallery, the theme of the gallery is drag kings. It's m- women dressed as men, photographed by an artist named is it Baird Bear, Baird. I think it was Bear. Like B A. No, no, no. I think it was. I think it was Baird. B A I R D. I've never known a Baird. I wish I had. A Baird. Yeah. A Baird. You've never known une Baird. Oh, Baird. <laughs> if a Baird shits in the woods. If if a Baird mailed in the woods. <laughs> oh, Shout okay, out to people so... who know French curse words. Ah oui, oh. I do. 
For a second, I want to talk about this opening scene, and I want to talk about SJP in this scene, Sarah Jessica, because to me, the way that she looks in this scene would be a snapshot of when I think of season three, what Carrie looks like. She's got that boo font. She's got the ultimate season three hair. I wrote down for you full-on season three hair because yeah. you've been waiting for it. And yes. it took until episode four. And I told Welcome you, I was to like, New York. I don't yes. think we're it's there yet. It's been waiting for but you. But that's how I know when I'm, if I like happen to catch a clip of an episode and I'm not 100, I mean, let's face it, I'm always 100% sure which episode it is. But yes. when I was first re-watching episodes and yeah. kind of learning, that's how I know is Carrie's hair. It's like, it's, I, I wouldn't say it's uh, slicked back, but it's bouffant. It's well, up. It's she's, high. It's not... It's not and bouffant, it's, and it's not beehive. No, no, it's not beehive, it's, but it's it's like she has calyx in the front of her does. head. She does. She's got and these kind straighter of like, pieces in the just in the front framing her face, and then everything else is curled. It's almost curled. like Weird. '90s guy hair. Like you know how '90s guys have the McDonald's arches on the top of their forehead. Oh forehead's? wow! Yes. yes, like Trey McDougal or, like or the Mulder, short, short man from from Ricky's episode. From, yes, uh, uh-huh. that's exactly right. And, but then around it is a right. nest of and giant curls. I think that, I don't have to tell you guys, I think SJP is gorgeous. She owns the earth. But I don't think that this is the most flattering hairstyle that she has mm. over the course of the mm-hmm. six What do you seasons? think is the most flattering hairstyle? Season six. Tell me why. Because, well, I first of all, I love it when she straightens her hair. Mm. I also love it when she has a little um, kind of definition in the hair through different highlights, like or low oh, lights. Okay. Uh-huh. Also, low lights make me sick. Those those low lights get intense later in this series. Yes, they do. They do well, not and I'm around. not talking like you know movie one brown. I don't want mm. that. Uh-huh. I want it to be blonde. Um, I, I this is a controversial opinion, but I also like it when she cuts her hair short. I'm, I'm not, I think she looks cute. I'm she not owns it. it. She wears it well, but it's not yeah. my favorite hair. I'm yeah. kind of opinionless on her hair. Yeah. Really? Oh, really? I, I, that I, surprises me. I, I am so surprised at you. I'll t- I'll. I'm just happy to have her. You oh, know? sure. Oh, I get that. You know, I, I maybe that. opinionless isn't the right word, but I just, I kind of just roll with it. You yeah. know. I will say, isn't it interesting that contemporary SJP has done her hair straight a lot uh-huh. in the last five Indeed. years or so. Indeed. Most of the print ads you see of her, her latest Jordash campaign, straight hair. Oh, yeah. I straight never hair. ever thought about that before. And I'm wondering, Thank you for saying that I'm wondering right. if it's Carrie who is a curly haired curly. Yeah. And yeah. it's yeah. Carrie's curly. SJP's not. Yeah. I mean, except mm. the early SJP in her career was very curly. Yes. But, but I want, I also wonder if her current commitment to straightness is an effort to remain SJP and not Carrie. Because right. honestly, give, give her those curls and she's that's Carrie. Carrie. That's Carrie. Yeah. That's Carrie. Wow. That's so, interesting. Yeah. So, um, our artist Baird says that gender is an illusion. Yeah, he states something about illusion versus reality. A very yes. beautiful illusion. Woo! As he says to Charlotte. Alec just gave Daniel those bedroom eyes. Yeah, and guess what? That flooded Charlotte's basement. It did. It did. She she got, She was all Twitter. She got the jitters. Yeah. yeah. 
She's real turned on by she Bear. Had, she had to get a canapé real <laughs> fast. I know whenever I'm nervous, I just need a canapé. I gotta shove those canapés in my mouth. Yeah. yeah. Keep from saying something real dumb. Now, I really appreciate slash totally, I'm totally on board with Baird's, um... Uh, philosophy about gender yeah. and I mean it's what gender RuPaul spectrum, talks about really. all the time it's what drag race is all about it's yes. about pulling back that curtain and showing you that man behind the curtain and and getting outside the matrix and going who cares and I yeah. love it. Mm-hmm. it it literally changed my life when when I listened to Ru and Michelle talking about that in, yeah. in depth and for long periods of time on uh, what's the tea like I just if you're not, if you're listening, you don't know what I'm talking about. What's the tea? Ru, it's called RuPaul. What's the tea with what's Michelle? What's the tea? Now tell me what's the tea. It's another podcast. But I, anyway, I just, I actually love. Am totally on board with Baird. I, uh, I, uh huh. Yes. Go ahead. You have so, a thought out. Uh, well, no, I was just gonna ask. What is that RuPaul quote? Well, it's more the idea that Ru Ru says that basically everybody's in drag all the time. You're yeah. born naked, and the rest. That's is drag. what it is. Yes, born and, naked. and and that and l- life is, is having an awareness that you're we're all in one big game, and that living your life with a wink and knowing that none of this really matters, mm-hmm. and everybody's putting on a show, and yes. everybody's even if they don't realize it. Everybody everybody dresses up in a certain way and that's what makes drag so irreverent and magical is that threatening to people who need the rules yes is is that it sort of mocks culture he says it always it mocks identity is what he always says that drag drag drag, okay i know i know the quote you want i think which is ego loves identity Drag mocks identity. Ego hates drag, or something. Or something no, 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 like no. Yeah. Someone, it's something. I'm like gonna that. find it. But I, I do think it's true that gender, what we understand to be gender norms, are taught. This is not something inherent to us. The things that we necessarily think of as masculine or feminine, mm-hmm. it's all cultural. It's all things that are passed down onto us and. You know, I think so much of what has to do with gender and owning your gender is confidence. Mm. And anything that you love and value and make your own, if I want to make watching Sex in the City, for instance, masculine, it's my confidence and my uh, just complete ownership of the fact that I am a man and I do this is what makes it genderless to me or Isn't what makes it podcast, pa- masculine. Um, it, uh, of guys who watch Pretty Little Liars. I saw Troy in posting about oh, it. Oh, maybe. I think there so. There is. There's a podcast that's like guys watch Pretty Little Liars 2 or something and they, they talk about it all the time and Troyan's posted about it because she loves it. That's anyway, so yes, fun. To your point. Yes, I love... Uh, I get where this... I was watching watching this episode. I was like on guard almost. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what too. I mean? I was ready, like ready I was to vote up, ready to fight. And yeah. I was, I think, in some ways, pleasantly surprised through most of it. Mm-hmm. You know, looking back on year two thousand or whatever, we've come so far. Blah blah blah. Uh-huh. But I was ready to get, and I'm not the type that's offended easily. Uh, I'm not, and I and I still was like a little bit like re- ready to jump on some, you know. 
politically incorrect sort of like mm-hmm. phrase or annoying, you know, gender norms that I thought we've moved past. And I thought we got pretty far in the episode yeah. until something came up and it was all Carrie. It was all Carrie. <laughs> it's nobody yes. else. I love the way Sam- Samantha was like, I like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah I got a big it. sock. Like, yeah. you know, oh, she's talking about some of the, the, the photographs they're looking at the the women in the photographs you know they're joking that they just shoved a big sock down those pants yeah and that made them masculine yep that's the woman look at that bulge it's shocking yeah i know hurry up and look before giuliani shuts it down so what do you guys think it's amazing congratulations sweetie you know women dressing like men is very popular right now and here I thought it was Pokemon. Who knew it was this easy? All it takes is some stick-on sideburns and a sock in your pants. Mm, that's some sock. I've always had a thing for cowboys. Reminder, John Wayne's a Jane. Oh my God, I'm attracted to her. Maybe I'm a lesbian. I once dated a guy who liked to wear my underwear, but I've never gone the other way. See, when you're gay, everyone can wear everyone's underwear. That's hygienic. Oh, I bet being a drag king would be fun. Oh, please. I have enough trouble figuring out how to be a woman in a man's world without trying to be a woman pretending to be a man in a man's world. Well, at least you wouldn't have to wax. And by the way, if you ever change your mind, you've got cop written all over you. And even Miranda's sort of like laughing about it. And Carrie too. Carrie's like, Samantha's like, I think it'd be fun to be a drag queen. And Miranda says something amazing where she's like, please, I, I'm tr- still trying to figure out how to be a woman in a man's world, let alone being a woman trying to be a man dressed as a man in a man's <laughs> it's, world. It's, it's that banter at its best. And Carrie yes. being like, you know what, and if you ever do, I think you've got a cop type. Cop written all yeah. over you. That's fun. Ooh, at yes. first I thought, I was like, this is Fun. It was yeah. fun. This is zippy and fun. And Miranda, and I like Miranda this. says, I'm going to drag myself home. Woo! But I you mean... know what it kind of reminds me of? What? When a Midwestern family gets that trip that they've been saving up for to Hawaii and they go to a quote unquote luau with the real quote unquote natives who put a lay on them and we have a pig suckling and they're like oh boy this luau sure is fun but I can't wait to get back to uh, Wisconsin see but I, I didn't get the I can't wait to get back to Wisconsin just no. yet maybe we don't Not get it yet. until until episodes yeah. end which we'll get back to yes so uh, Carrie ha- let's go ahead and talk about Carrie a little bit uh-huh. Carrie has to leave Do the party early because, because She's dating Tad. Tad from Friends. Tag. Um, t- tag. His name is Tag. It, it might tad. as well be Tad, though. It's Tad. No, it's Tag. No, it's Tad. With a G. No way, it's Tad. I am looking this up. I, don't I know. know for sure that it's Tad with a G. Oh, my phone just died, so I can't <laughs> look at it. Always just died. Listen, I'm, I'm plugging write your to phone us at carryonpodcast@gmail.com. Okay, my so. phone it won't it won't respond to um tra- a charge right now. What? How do you pronounce? <laughs> it won't. It won't Eddie, charge. Eddie K- Cahill. Eddie K. Thomas. It's no. pronounced Tad. It's pronounced T A D. I swear it's Tad. I don't want to hurt your feelings. <laughs> I swear it's because it is a- Tag. It's not. It's, it's Tad. It's the weirdest name ever. I and hate I only telling know you that you're I've wrong. Watched the episodes I never want to tell anyone that they're wrong. Except for me. Yeah, no, it's fun. Yeah. It's kind of fun talking. Well, nothing's worse than I thought that the Kenny Loggins song, Danger Zone, I thought he was saying Gang Tower. 
What? My whole life I thought he was saying, Highway to the Gang Tower. <laughs> no, you didn't. Gang did not. Tower? Yes. Gang Tower? So, um, basically, what I'm saying is I'm killing myself later tonight. <laughs> Wait, Alec, what was the thing recently that you told me that you always thought? Um... Oh, it's a Huey Lewis song called um, The Heart of Rock and Roll. And it goes, The Heart of Rock and Roll is still beaten. But I always thought it was, The Heart of Rock and Roll is in Cleveland. <laughs> And I was like, that's so weird. Why well, would the heart always, of rock and roll um, be in Cleveland? I, my brother, because my brother told me, and this is semi, not the same thing, but my brother told me that the Cranberry song Linger was about a fart. Yes. And he was what? like, you've got me wrapped around your finger. He was like, see, it's about pulling your oh, finger. Oh, I just realized something. I'm Googling this and I can't believe everybody's wrong about his name, but um, <laughs> I realized wrong. that you're right. Obviously, it's Tag, but I knew a guy in high school named Tad. Was he a total butthead? No. I mean, but... Tad is certainly the only person on the face of the planet slash universe who's ever been named Tag. No. Is that fictional character on I, I remember his name was Tad and I met him on a church trip. Go and on. my only memory of Tad was that he was very tan. A lot of people thought he was really cool. And I remember him shoving hot dogs down people's butt cracks as like oh, Tad. As like some wow. joke. So you can't blame me for pr- replacing Tag with Tad. I certainly I, I, won't. I, I, I can't, never could. I can't look at a hot dog the same way for the rest of my whole life. <laughs> Ooh, neither can I. Eddie, um, K- Eddie Cahill, I guess yes. we'll say Cahill. Um, yes. His is name is Eddie K. Thomas. Eddie K. Thomas. Um, he played he Tab in Friends. He played he played Tab Free. Um, it's like that soda Tad. <laughs> it's the, from the eighties. That pink soda Tad. You guys have had it. I've yeah. had it. Hey, Cat Tad, you're it. Hey, Alec. Well, if I post this picture, will you tag me on Facebook? Um, can you just give me just like a little more wine, but like just a little bit, like just to tag. <laughs> <laughs> just hey, like doctor, a tag more doctor I'm tag. sorry can you remove the skin tad <laughs> ew <laughs> that makes ew. you physically see I'm, I'm disgusted um so tag he was the man of the moment this actor was in like everything for a I year I mean literally two. a moment though yeah like an actual moment mm-hmm. like no a series of seconds and then he was gone I actually did think that it is amazing that he was on two of the most popular shows of the 90s slash yeah. early 2000s and completely disappeared well what I mm. think is a little more interesting is that we never explain how they met no, She's, she says it. She says they met at a well, magazine I'm just going to be so wrong all <laughs> night. Why are you on this podcast? I'm just kidding. I'm um, a fan favorite. I love Sex and the City. Tired of this episode. <laughs> they never said why they met. Who is the girl at the end? Who's the girl with the curly hair? Caddy? Like, oh, I heard, I was listening to a podcast today, and I, this, this has nothing to do with this at all, but it's talking about names, and names that people had, and what they're short for, and that, that, uh, how, how Connie is short for Constance, but don't confuse, and this, the, it's, it's a grammar girl that was listening to the podcast, and she was saying, just telling, and saying that Nancy was short for, came from mine, Anne. Like, oh, and Ned was mine, Ed. Like, you're my, Ed. Like, you're what? mine, Ed. But that what? shortened to Ned. And Nancy was mine, Ann, that turned into Nan, that turned into Nancy, which I wow. thought was really interesting. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. I do know Etymology. a couple of things. You know more. You're the smartest person, literally, that I know. Oh, stop. So, I just recently learned, because I'm actually dumb. So, I, I, etymology being, like, the history of words... 
And then etiology is the history of Eddie. Exactly. Uh-huh. Of Eddie Cahill. Um, <laughs> Sorry. No, it's like the history of uh, ideas. Uh-huh. Or, and, and, and entomology is, is bugs. Mm-hmm. That's true. So right. There's well, a lot of mologies going on. Did you on. have one more thing? I was just going to say that uh, this this podcaster was saying just because uh, Connie is short for Constance doesn't mean that Bonnie is short for Bonstance. Oh, precious. <laughs> Which really gave me a good chuckle. Precious. Now, the um, only reason I know I I noticed how they met is because I and I've but it said so quickly a lot of times wasn't it that I was just paying attention this time like trying to find things about this episode that wouldn't piss me off because yes. this episode pisses me off a lot and she said they met at a party like a launch party for an online magazine that that he ran but that she still couldn't find on her computer right an Carrie's, internet magazine is what she said an internet magazine wow, I can't not an I online totally magazine that. so tag being like a young guy. Decides to take her ice skating. Mm-hmm. I guess he's hoping to get Blade. <laughs> that's that's fantastic. Yeah. I hope he doesn't get a Zamboner. <laughs> I hope he does. And if they continue dating, if he likes it, he should put a rink on it. <laughs> How long have you been planning those? Months. <laughs> Wow, that's really, it really good. Paid off. That was so, beautiful. So they're ice skating. She's we, smoking like an asshole. So she's smoking yeah. while they're ice skating. You can, what? You cannot do that. What are you doing? Yeah, he even comments Harry. on it. He's like, maybe you have better balance if you can, you could skate without smoking. And she's like, girl, smoking's all, the only thing that keeps me balanced. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. It is pretty but funny. Also, I know it was two thousand, but. Like, I guess I live in the world of you can't smoke anywhere in, in L.A. Or at least in, I know in San I know, but this is even still Monica. New York and back then. Yeah, it's That's true. still so recent. But so I guess you could smoke on an ice rink. Yeah. Carry That's carry. trash is what that is. <sighs> yeah, but you also can't have a flask on the ice, and he's got that, too. Who cares? He's live a young life. guy. Mm. Yeah, we're Take too a... young to care but about the rules. They're skating and they're smooching. That's cute. It's, it's a great cute. scene, and, and he, you know what, he's good in it. And I think I'm he's good say, too. I'm gonna say I think he's good, and I also want to state for the record that I think the way that he brings up the whole bisexual thing is the best possible way he could have brought it up. Nothing about him or our third date was feeling typical. So Kerrigan, when was your last serious relationship? Until then, there it was—the inevitable third date question. Ooh. Bad question. Want to take another spin around the death rink? No, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, I ended something a while ago. Two years of a lot of back and forth. You know, apparently we weren't Y2K compatible. What about you? Well, before you, there was Kayla, really neurotic, last of the year. And before her, Leslie couldn't commit. And before Leslie, there was Mark. Is that a problem? Yes, sure. I, I thought agree. it was handled so well. He says to her, "Hey, what was your last serious relationship?" And she says, "Blah blah blah. We weren't Y two K compatible." Ooh. And he says, Ooh. Uh, "You know, Ooh. I've had three major Daniel. Daniel's sick and up Ooh. all over him no, now. I'm just fine. I'm just still so embarrassed. It's, yes. Yeah. Um, uh, but he says I've dated three people majorly, major relationships: Karen and Susie and Mark. Irving. Irving. <laughs> Irving. Wang." Um and Irving. Uh and and, and Mark. he and Mark. And he yeah. says, 
is that a problem? Yeah. Which, you know, I whenever there's a, 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 a relationship or an interpersonal touchy point, yep. I always think WWDSD. Yes. Which is what would, what Dan, would Dan Savage, Savage do? do. Or mm. actually, it should be WWDSS. What would Dan Savage say? Yes. Which I think he would approve. I think Dan would approve of of this this method of right. I, I of mean, how I think, Tag brings it up. Yeah, because I kind sure. of think like yeah. he's he brings it up conversationally. Having a conversation about former partners is totally a normal thing to do. Tag's so date. open and chill about yeah. all uh, of this. And I think and I feel like it's you know I feel like if he had said it on date one like hey by the way I'm a bisexual. That's yeah. also a huge pet peeve of mine. We'll I know. I, I was like, I can't do even. we say I'm a gay? Right. Oh, well, apparently. No, we don't. That, no. That's right up there with saying, like, I'm going out with my gays. Are they not people? Like, fuck you. Anyway. Well. That's a little harsh. But. Now, Carrie said that it was an inevitable third date question that you bring up the serious relationships. Mm. Does that seem right to you guys? No. I don't know. I don't. I just don't know. Daniel, when you're, when you're dating somebody, do you reach a point? Where you go, okay, here's my history, here's what's happened to me. You know, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I think I'm the kind of, I'm the type of guy that I don't need to, I don't need slash really want to know about past relationships. Yeah. If, in fact, it's a red flag for me if somebody brings that up er, early, I think. Or mentions it like right off the bat, or talks about their exes a lot. That right. d- that bugs. Well, and that's why I kind of feel like I, I I think him him broaching a subject on the third date, I think is really well timed. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not Carrie, but I just kind of feel like he uh, yeah, I, if he had done it on the first date, it would be, have been like a Samantha saying, "Calm down, I just asked if that seat was taken," kind of thing. Right. Um, but you know, he's like, "Oh, well, we're getting to know each other." I really sure. Like I think. This person. I think. I think Maybe it's a I valid question. I think a it's deal a deal breaker. For I think her. it's a good like. A and I feel good like time. he asked her about her past as a, a lubricator to sort of like bring up his thing, which could very well be a deal breaker and probably has been for him before. There have yeah. probably been girls who've gone. Uh, oh, that's weird. I don't like that you. You know, have I can understand that people would want to avoid that subject, but for me, I think it's kind of fun. I mean, yeah, you know, if I, you if you keep it light. Oh, you mean you know, talking about the exes? Yeah, if you keep it light, you know. I mean, I don't want to hear about every single thing that went wrong and you know how you hurt each other and betrayed each other, but just like, oh yeah, like this person was like this and it didn't work out because of this, you yeah, know. And sure. you just kind of keep it light and fun, and that's fine. I mean. You know, this this speaks to a larger question, too, about social etiquette and the way that people converse with each other in general. But I do find it strange where, you know, I have things that I might be sensitive about to talk about in my life, but I don't find it important to let you know that you just hit upon a sensitive subject. Sure. Like, let's say that, like, my mom was in the loony bin. She wasn't. But let's just say that she was. And you were like... You said something in a party like, man, some people are really crazy. I feel like there's two types of people in the world. The person who's like, yeah, that's fine. I, like, my mom was in the loony bin. My mom, yeah, I guess right. people are crazy. Yeah, but then it's also, but then there's the person who's like, you know what? You know what? My mother. Yeah, exactly. My mom. And I just. Is there. I don't get that. Yeah. I don't get I I don't get why you wouldn't just the social convention of, you know what? This person doesn't know that my mom was in the loony bin, so I don't need to fucking like 
reprimand them right now and make everything awkward but i feel like i'm constantly in situations where that's happening i should probably stop using anecdotes where i say your mother's crazy (laughs) you probably should well and i think i think we live in this age we definitely live in this age of of um trigger warnings and yes you know people so Okay, I can go example, either way on all of I that. I can too. For for example, I really can go like, either so, way. So I, you know, um, not to be one of those people, but like I've had things happen to me in the last year of my life that have made me more sensitive in certain situations about certain things that I was never sensitive about before. However, I was the better, in my opinion, person in that um, situation that you're outlining, where like I just didn't bring it up. Mm-hmm. Um, because I find it awkward. I don't want to make the other person uncomfortable by yeah. letting them know that they just said something that made me feel sad. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's I've heard people... Uh, so, okay. So, Alec and I don't want kids. Um, Daniel, you know this. Our listeners know yes. this. Um, Daniel wants a lot of children. Yes, I want right? I want eight. Eight or nine. No, I um, have the divine <laughs> at, family. At this point in my life, I... Kids are nowhere on my radar. God, yeah. no. Well, except for the child next door that screams like it's being literally murdered. Oh, yes. There are yeah. three children that are, like, physically on my radar um, <laughs> all the time, encroaching, and they're getting closer and closer, and the beeps keep getting louder and louder. Yep. Yeah. But, like, the figurative radar, that radar Absolutely doesn't even exist. Not. So, um, you know, I... I there, so there's a, a Reddit... Um, there's a Reddit... There's a subreddit called Child Free, and it's a forum of people talking about their experiences being child free. Sometimes, a lot of times, people venting about um, mothers or fathers in law, all kinds of in laws, friends, people pressuring them to have kids, continually asking about their, you know, reproductive organs. Um, and, you know, pe- people talk about how frustrating it is, and they just get it out and go, like, ugh, you know, here's what my mother in law said today, or my mom won't stop bugging me about having kids. And, um, you know, you'll, uh, you'll see. I've seen a lot of people talk about how, on a, just digressing for a moment, how like, how you should think about how hurtful it is when you ask someone when they're having kids because maybe they can't. Maybe they want to and they can't because they're infertile, which. Well, then maybe just, I then get. maybe just never speak or leave your house. Exactly. <laughs> See, that's where I kind of go like, okay, I get it, but like. I, it bo- it bothers me when it does it, it does not bother me when people ask me if I'm having kids because like I understand that that's what most people do and so of course people are going to ask me about it. Now what would bother me is if they continue to press the subject and t- what yes. does bother me is when yes. they tell me, "Oh, you'll change your mind," which has happened to me a lot. And so um anyway, but but yes. So I guess that's all. Well, no, just to bring it back around to the episode, I feel like Doing that sort of thing, the trigger warnings and inappropriate, uh, you know, asking people or telling people their business, the bisexual question in this episode, it's really strange to me how quickly Carrie goes to her paranoia about they're they're out it's at a bar well, and they're it's drinking. It's such a Carrie thing. Yeah. You it know, is. it's such a Carrie reaction. Yeah. We are it not is. defined, and I feel like this has been the struggle a lot of times, like, in the in the gay movement, is that you are not defined by your sexuality, you know? So it's like, in the last 15 or 20 years, I feel like one of the biggest changes um, for the gay community is not like, I'm gay, and the only thing I am is gay. Yeah. Now, in media portrayals of gay people, it's just a character, 
And then he happens to be gay. Alec like, and I that saw, happens to be. I have to describe this commercial we saw today for some kind of like investment firm or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I turned to Alec with tears in my eyes and I was like, oh my God. Because it was a commercial with, there was a man, a, a silver fox, uh, walking with his daughter on a college campus. Um, and he picked up the phone and he, and, he, and he dials. And this other man answers the phone. He's sitting in an office. And the man in the office says, well, did this make it to the top of the list? And the man with the daughter says, unfortunately, yes. Meaning, like, you know, it's an expensive college. And he's, you know, he's walking with the daughter. And the man in the office says, hey, you know what? Don't worry about it. Remember, we planned for this. And then it launches into talking about the investment company. And, like, here's where, you know, let us help you take care of your money for your future plans. And I... I was so happy because I'm like, it's 2015. This commercial was just about two parents dealing with a moment in time that a lot of parents do, which is, oh no, my kids, our kids going to college. We have to figure out how to afford it. Um, and it just happened to be yeah. two men. Anyway, yeah. Yes. As an example. Yes. So it made Carrie, me so happy. Mm-hmm. Carrie is so fixated on the fact that tag once dated a man that they're at the bar and they're making out and every time he his glances askew for merely a moment she's like oh, were you looking at that guy or were you checking out that girl are you checking out that guy and it's like she tries to play it off as though it's playful but yeah. it's not it's, uncomfortable. it's paranoid yeah. and weird well and it's also and he's like carrie i was looking for the bathroom and the second time he's like carrie i'm looking at you yeah and he couldn't be more perfect and it's like time. replace Sweet. replace the bisexuality with just either gay or heteronormative and you actually have an insane person because it's like were you looking at that girl were you looking at that girl yeah. were you looking at that girl yeah jesus it's true maybe i am now i get why in this you know at this time for this episode what they're trying to do obviously you know yeah. it's in this tv show that's bringing up current crazy wild sex issues you know yeah and so i get where it, it's coming from i get what carrie's supposed to be doing mm-hmm. you know i i i, I get it but it, you just can't help but roll your eyes. Yeah, and yeah. Um, and an hour later, Sean was in her bed. That's right. That's just me. So he, yeah, so he <laughs> says there's this sort of thread that uh, that goes throughout the episode of, of that's just me. Thread. That's just me. Where he's what isn't it? What he says something like yes. He says I've been in three major relationships w- in my life. One, one of them, them happened to be, to be a guy. guy. That's, that's just me. me. But when Carrie says an hour later he was in my bed, that's just me. We all kind of looked at each other and giggled, and I was like, so you're you're that fast? (laughs) You just hop in the shack with guys? Is that you? I'm three-date Carrie, and that's just me. That's just me, kid. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that was her, like, maybe those were her pussy lips talking. (laughs) You know, it's interesting. We've, We've touched on this a little bit before, but Carrie is not... In the in the course of the six seasons, is not always overtly sexual. Like she's very precocious she's, and she's sexy. She's sexual this season, so. yeah. but she is she has We've been sexual. We've seen that bareback Carrie. Yeah, we've seen that 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 
kiss in the shower, Carrie? Yeah. I mean, that didn't happen, but But still. she was yeah. considering it. Yes. Yeah, and I just think, I think that's great. Yeah. I, I I like it when we see that side of her. I, you know, I think we always kind of think of her as more spunky and precocious, but sometimes she can get down just I like the rest of them. I want to try to give Carrie a little bit of the benefit of the doubt because I think it's a good exercise for me because I this episode infuriates me and always has. Um, but I'm going to say that uh, something that I said, I think in season one of this podcast, that sometimes the show offers us the opinion of the masses through the girls because yes. they want to be able to appeal to people. Because mm-hmm. if they're completely progressive the entire yeah. time and the guy's like, I happen to date a guy and Carrie's like, Oh, okay, cool. Let's have that guy in bed with us. And she wants to have, you know, a guy-guy-girl three-way. It's not as interesting. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't make her as relatable to the girls in Idaho, the girls in Nebraska, the girls in North Carolina. So there's got to be that sort of point of view. We have to have the voice of girls who just aren't sure... They yes. want to be progressive, and they think of themselves as progressive, but how really ready are they for mm-hmm. X, Y, or Z? And I think I think maybe that might be part of what they're going for here. I agree. I completely yeah. agree. Well, let's talk a little bit about, uh, before we finish up, Carrie, why don't we talk about the other girls a little. Let's oh. talk about uh, Miranda. Miranda. So after they are at the gallery, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Steve has broken into uh, Miranda's apartment <laughs> and has completely taken it over. <laughs> He's got... Food. Yeah. He's, he's got, got food. sports on he's, his TV. He's watching basketball. Or <laughs> I'm going to win the million dollar shot. Yep. Oh, and he's a, and she's like, what are you doing here? And I would have I would have screamed at the top of my lungs and said, get out of my house. But <laughs> he said, he said oh, oh, I still have a key from when I fed when your kid. When I fed your kid. I come over. She's like, oh, don't you have to work tonight? He's like, not till 10. <laughs> so then they have lots of sex. Yes. And didn't she, didn't. Carrie has some voiceover line where she says something like, uh, Miranda loved the man inside of her, but... Miranda absolutely loved the man inside of her. She just didn't love him inside her apartment all the time. Wasn't used, like, what was The man all over her apartment? I don't remember. Yeah, she's not used to the man, like, being in her house. Though, which I thought that was a fun play on man inside of her. Because we're talking yes. about each woman has, like, a man inside of them. And each man yes. has, like, female qualities. I yes. was like, okay, As that's funny. As much as this funny. episode pisses me off in a lot of ways, it is, it's not bad. It's, like, good. No, it's really well no, written. No, in fact, this is one of my, this is such a classic, great defining episode for Miranda and Steve. Mm-hmm. It really is. I mean, yes. it's like right up there. It's yes. canonical as Alex It's canonical. It's and, canon. yeah. Like, oh, Cynthia Nixon in this episode? Oh. Get oh. out. So, Cynthia Nixon so she, trying not to cry. She comes, oh. home. She, she comes home. Throwing awards at her. Um, choking on awards. Yes. So is it the same night? Uh, it isn't. It's a different night where she wakes up in the in the, in the the middle of the night and Steve is all on, up in on her, her business. Si- uh, she's yeah. wide awake and he's on her side and I thought I don't know if, did I say it out loud I said you that's did. me you, you said it out loud you said that's me and I live alone I said that's how I react and nobody's even in that yeah. bed yeah <laughs> get um, out of my space yes and and Miranda she's just she's feeling suffocated and Steve it's Steve the, is re, Steve w- listens to her and he's pretty, pretty he's the opposite of nonplussed you know he's just like um, whatever it's the, no big the accurate, deal 
definition yeah. of that word. And she says she she basically throws a tantrum and then feels bad because he leaves. Yeah. It's the ultimate acting. To me, I just could kept watching this thinking like, oh, people probably do this in acting classes all the time. Yeah. They really should if they don't. Yeah. And so so Steve decides to give her her space because she's and he leaves. Ah, you're here all the time. I don't. You know your stuff's everywhere. And he's like, okay, fine. I'll give you your space. Sometimes at the end of that scene, he says. It's like you're the guy sometimes. Yeah, this Man, is an episode. Like you're the guy sometimes. This is an episode about gender roles, about uh, you know, Cinnamon gender roles. Is, <laughs> all kinds of roles, jiggly roles, jiggly caliente, back rolls, back rolls. <laughs> Sorry, Alyssa. please continue. Uh, and so this is, I feel like this is a great version of you know role reversal. It's classic mm-hmm. role reversal. Uh, Miranda is the guy and she's worried about being the guy I really love that too yeah. you know she's in her Zumba class or whatever the trying to find her is. inner goddess yeah. you guys pop your hip you guys Carrie and Miranda t- go to some <laughs> exercise class where they have scarves and are spinning them around and Carrie brought some coffee with her yeah. and, and I, laid it down by it's her it's so feet. rude and she's not, not even because, trying and you know what frustrates me so she puts a Starbucks cup right next to her foot in a class where you're supposed to be physical and move about the space and the thing is I've been in situations like this where I don't know if this ever happens to you guys but when you're in a space like that or a play or something similar and you see somebody not following the rules and following the rules not following the rules in such a way that it might disrupt the class or something yes. I can't pay attention to anything yes, else. Agreed. I will watch the cup the yes. entire time yes, yes. because I'm like, somebody's going to knock that over. Somebody's yeah. going to knock that and over. And then they do. Yeah. And they do knock it over. Yeah. They don't knock it over in this scene. but No. 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 Not in the scene, but in But in life. real life. Yeah. But yeah. in And if real the girls life. hadn't left the class early, like a couple of assholes, they pro- yeah. someone probably would have. Well, I said out loud, I can't believe she was just smoking her way through that class. Yeah. Yeah. Now. I couldn't and believe she wasn't smoking that Yeah. Yeah. And the, the, but the point of the scene is Miranda is, she's trying to get in touch with her inner goddess, but she's having a hard time because her hips don't pop. As, See, as she's a were. guy. My hips don't pop. I'm a guy. Yeah. And there's some um, great... My hips pop and I'm a guy. <laughs> yeah. There's some great Cynthia Nixon physical comedy in that scene. She's so The funny. way she's trying to pop her it, hips. Like, it's, it's kind of a very, funny. like, Jim Carrey, like, it kind is. of little dance And the, the teacher's doing. really funny because she comes over and she's like, pop your hip! And she's yeah. really positive. And she's seeing Miranda completely fail and she just gives her this, like, Okay, kind of smile and just leaves. Um, I just Miranda is just that pink scalped Miranda. Yeah, she episode. is. You can see the dye you on her scalp. Oh, you can. And, but you know what? I think it's a really cute scene when Miranda and Carrie cut out of this class early, and Miranda's like, yeah. you know, I, you know, a, 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 a what did she say? She a says, "I love him, I girl. do." Yes, she so. says, "A girly girl would have wanted the boyfriend to move in. A girly girl would be, you know, comfortable." And, and Carrie's like, yeah, and a girly girl would have worn makeup to her exercise class. Like, I'm glad you're not that, which yeah. I think is a really sweet yeah. thing to say. So she's like, you know what? I'm going to turn this around. I, I, I'm i going to invite Steve over. I'm going to prepare this really delicious meal like a It's like an apology would, or something. Yeah. And she comes into the apartment, you know, frazzled. The, her conference call went this two hours late. This scene is so great. That night, Miranda invited Steve over for pasta all day time. Hi! I'm late. I know I'm late. Hey, it's okay. No, it's not okay. I was going to make you dinner, and then this conference call went over like two hours. 
and I went to the market and the recipe calls for extra virgin olive oil and they only had virgin and how the hell do I know the difference since they don't even cook so I just scrapped the whole thing and got the stuff in a jar and I'm late. Don't move, it's glass. I can't. I can't do this. Of course you can. We'll order pizza. It's no big deal. It's a big oh. fucking deal. I just spilled marinara sauce all over myself, and you're here, and you saw that, and I dropped things, okay? Okay. So do I. I do love you, but I've never lived with anybody before, and I'm stubborn, and I like the remote, and I can't cook. And I don't do laundry sometimes for like two weeks and my sponges smell. And you're gonna see all that. And I'm scared. And I don't know if I can move forward, but I really don't wanna lose you. Hey. I'm not going anywhere. Crying on your shoulder. Jesus, I guess I really am a woman, huh? A week later, Miranda's man moved into her place. She's got, both her arms are full well, of groceries. And I kept watching this scene thinking about Cynthia Nixon as an actress, like, navigating it. Because she has to, at the right moment, like, oh, like, sort of open the bottom of the bag. Yep. And let that sauce jar just crash into the floor and shatter. Yes. Yep. And she does There's it a lot brilliantly. To deal with. The one thing I want to point out that I, I've noticed before watching this scene, and I think it's important if you're listening to this and you didn't just watch the episode, or even if you did, go back and rewatch the scene just because it'll make your life better. It's but also so to notice good. that while Miranda's explaining, my conference, I'm so sorry I'm late, Steve says, it's okay. She yeah. says, but my conference call went over like two hours and I was going to make you this meal from scratch, but it called for extra virgin olive oil and I, I only have virgin and I don't know because I don't cook and blah, blah, blah. And he tries to kiss her at and one she, point. And she and leans she back. leans back and continues complaining. Yeah. Which has literally, Alec yes. and I have actually been in that situation where I yes. am frazzled and complaining and Alec will try to hold me and kiss me and I will back away until I'm done complaining and I yes. won't let him kiss me. And I noticed that. It, specifically yeah, watching it this such time, a great and choice. it's such an important, I think, moment where uh, that says so much about the two of them that we've been talking about over these last couple of Carry On episodes. Where Steve just he's he loves her in a very simple, forthright, and pure way, and he just wants her to be happy, and you know, and he doesn't care if her sponges smell, yeah, like she said, or she doesn't do. Yeah, so she has this weeks. amazing like, sort of mini monologue uh, where. She admits she's freaking out that she loves him. She doesn't want to lose him, but she's freaking out about him moving in. Like he said, he said he wants to move mm-hmm. in, and so they kind of come to the c- conclusion that okay, they're gonna do it. Yeah. yeah. And Steve says the kind of thing I think you want any person you're in a relationship to say, which is I'm not going anywhere. Steve. <sighs> Steve. Steve is the best. Yeah. I love Steve. Steve is the best. Oh, There's no one better. There's no one better. No, there isn't on anyone. A, on a quick side note, I realized watching this episode that if I had to have a ringtone from a piece of dialogue from Sex in the City, I think it'd be really fun if it was Carrie saying something like, I'm sorry, sweetie. I love the way she says sweetie. She says sweetie and a she lot. Says she sweetie calls her girls sweetie. A lot. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's very endearing and charming. <laughs> that would the way be your ringtone. Yeah, it'd be like, sorry, sweetie. Sorry, sweetie. 
Sorry, sweetie. <laughs> That's terrifying. And I'd be like, oh, my sorry, sweetie's calling. Oh, my, <laughs> oh it's my sorry, sweetie. It's my sorry, sweetie. Um, so just before we get to this final scene with Carrie, we need to talk about Samantha's story. We need to talk about Charlotte's, too. Oh, my God. Oh. We haven't talked about that let's, either. Let's get Samantha out of the way. Yeah, let's talk about Samantha real it's quick. It's very silly. Alec, go explain it. So um, Samantha at her public relations company uh, hires her. Allegedly. At her yeah. public relations set. <laughs> it does she like um set. she hires a new assistant, a oh. new secretary, the He's kind of guy who can really think inside the box. Alan. So she hires a new sister. He looks like a porn actor or something. Yeah, and he's, oh my God. He's, he's New York and he's really, he's really rough he and is. aggressive. Like, hey, Miss Samantha Jones office. Yeah. Yo, well, I don't care what you think either. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> fuck yous. Hey, fuck yous. <laughs> hey, get out of here. <laughs> yous don't know what yous talking about, yous. Yous. So, you know, Miranda, Samantha has to say consistently to this guy, listen, I'm the boss here. We don't talk to people like yeah. that in my office. I'm your boss. And he's like, hey, fires me if yous wants, but I'm just doing the good jobs because yous deserves respects. And she's like, all right. And like gives him a couple free passes or whatever. She does. But he keeps yeah. getting ruder on the phone, <laughs> more rude and just awful on the phone. And to the point where, I mean, it's, it's just a quick, ridiculous subplot. I think subplot. it's great. She yeah. says, well, there's, there, oh, there's that quick moment, though, that we laughed where... Oh, God, please explain <laughs> yeah. this. She says, she, like, reprimands him a little bit, and he gives her some sass, and she goes back into her office inches away <laughs> from the desk, goes behind the window that's in the, on the, like, in the wall <laughs> facing the desk, inches away and just kind of stands and looks at him Smokily seductively and at him. smirks at him and I, I'm like if that guy turns around or even She's looks just standing there going through her like the Venetian blinds yes. I mean he can absolutely see her through his periphery like it's yes. not even it would 100%. not be that difficult for him to spot well he gets he gets too to be too rude and whatever and she she says, well, the what is it? The bad news is you're fired. Yeah. The good news is I can finally fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and then they argue. But, uh, fuck me on the desk. He's like, he's no, going on the, the chair. chair. No, on the desk. <laughs> Which is pretty And Carrie and says in her voiceover that S- Samantha insisted on being on top. Yeah. I mean. Gender rolls. Yeah. I love it. It's actually Cinnamon rolls. It's great. It is good. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about Charlotte. So, so we go back to Baird, who's the artist who's doing the drag queen. Kings, excuse me. It's because I say that so much. Mm-hmm. Um, he's doing the drag kings exhibit. And, uh, you know, he was being very forward with yeah. Charlotte uh, when they were at the gallery. And later he stops by. He goes, uh, he says something along the lines of, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to scare the shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess is really charming. I don't know. I didn't know if that worked. It was yeah. weird. Um, but he asks her to pose. pose. Yeah, as a man. And she goes, who, me? And he's like, yeah, you'd be great. She goes, no, I'm not. And he goes, what? And she goes, butch. And he yeah, says, he says, you're not, a, what, a model? She's like, right. no, not butch. I'm, I'm, I, she says, I'm really bad at math. and I can't change a tire to save my life. Oh, Charlotte. Really bad at math? Wow. Wow. Oh, this is what we're doing? Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, so 
she, I guess, uh, sacks up, as it were, and decides she's going to go do this photo shoot. And she, she puts on a mustache and a suit yeah, and slicks like, it back and pulls in a tight pony. She's she like some kind of like good. French Wall Street banker kind of look. Yeah, she looks, like, sure. she looks good. I'm she into looks it. fantastic. I'm into it. Honestly, I was looking at her trying to imagine seeing her and going like, oh, that's a gentleman across the room. And I would have been attracted to to her as a dude because I like guys. I like androgyny, but you know, what yeah. else is new? And you know she's. Um, just I think she's if I can really... do this. Oh, but she does it. Oh, oh he, and he kind of gives her a little confidence boost, and she says, "I think I'm going to need a bigger sock." Oh. Yeah, and so taken by the rush of testosterone and masculinity, she, she has a lot of balls, and she he goes turns her around, <laughs> and and they're both looking in the mirror. And he grabs a bigger sock and, and shoves it down, down her pants, pants. And Daniel, all Daniel's skin flew off of his body. It did. Yeah. I'm just pink flesh now. Yeah. yeah. You uh, look good, though. Thank you. And they fucking I'm cold. went for it. Yeah. They did. They really, it was very sensual. Yeah, yeah it was. It was really it. sexy. But you know, the whole the whole subplot line. was her like, I, sh- I shouldn't be the one to make a move. I'm the girl. And then eventually when she dresses up a man, she can make the move. And then we never see him again. Nope, never. Nope. Bared. But she does keep the photograph and put it and puts it in her apartment. Yes. And it looks really cool. It yeah, does. it looks great. It's a great picture. I kept thinking, looking at those pictures in that gallery, does the production team have to just dress up a bunch of women as men and take those pictures? Yeah, they must yeah. have done that. They that must have taken a lot they of work. Must yeah, have. and then they're just like sitting in some warehouse right now. Yeah, burning to the ground. <laughs> you know. So back to Carrie. I oh, guess. Do we have? Do to? I BAFTA? So she and Tag go to this <sighs> fifth floor walk up party. Have you guys been to a fifth floor walk up? No, but I love that term. A friend of mine in New York li- lived in a fifth floor walk-up, and I stayed with him for a couple days. And girl, my thighs, I'll dough. Bet. I'll bet. Come on. Forget it. Come on. He broke your leg. Up I mean, I don't know. What if I brought my suitcase? Right. Probably getting that up five flights. Yeah. Pack my suitcase. <laughs> so, uh, they... Carrie goes to this really progressive (laughs) and liberal party, which I could only imagine and know for a fact, actually, that it's exactly like every party that I ever go to. Yes, it's just a party, (laughs) Carrie. Come on. Yeah. So she, but she goes to this party, and the first thing that she realizes that it's for Mark, her uh, tags ex-boyfriend, and Mark's now got a baby. With his uh, boyfriend, his no, partner, his partner, his partner, not his boyfriend, his partner. Okay, so whose party is this? Mark's. Oh, Mark, ex-boyfriend, Mark. Is that a problem? It's his boyfriend's birthday. It was definitely a first. I was attending a party of my sort of boyfriend's ex-boyfriend and his boyfriend. Hey, hey. Carrie, this is Mark and his boyfriend Garth. Partner. Nice to meet you. This is our baby, Isabel. Two L's, no E. Okay, happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Thanks. This is uh, Dawn and Grace. Hi. Hi. They just got married in Hawaii. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. It was totally spur of the moment. Yeah, I didn't want a big wedding like my first. It wasn't so bad. 
Yeah, it was being married to you that sucked. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh, so you two were... Married, right, yeah, for like a year. We were high on E for most of it, though, otherwise it would have been miserable. Hey, don't forget who gave you that egg there, buddy. Yeah. Oh, and this is our uh, token straight friend, Joel. Are you wearing pleather? Oh, well, yes, I am, and thank you for noticing. Yeah. Isabel, my baby's name is Isabel. Two L's, no E. Lol. So, uh, and then also there is a lesbian couple there, too. And one, and one half the les- lesbian couple is, is Alanis herself. And she's so sexy and beautiful. She's got those yeah. those extensions, those... Um, those demi-secret colors. Those demi-secret colors. Yes. yes. Body type. And she's my body type. This is classic, like, thank you. Thank era. you, India. It is. Thank you, Providence. It is. Yeah. And she is fantastic she's in this great. episode. She's, she's so good. She's seamless. If I didn't know she was Alanis Morissette, I would uh, just go, oh, okay, oh that's it's just a some character. Gr- that's an interesting yeah. girl with crazy great hair. Yeah, I want to fuck her. And Me so she's too. playing a lesbian or bisexual. I don't know. She didn't come out and say it. And but I don't mar- force people to say what they are. Woman. She so just married a woman yeah. and gave her egg to Mark, Mark and his and, partner yeah. to yeah. have and Isabel. Carrie's trying to keep all of this straight. She's like, let me get this straight. So Mark is dating who is with Mama and Isabel and the eggs and the day and the marriage and mm-hmm. who and who and he's like before this oh and it makes it made me think of a Brett a Brett, Brett Easton Ellis is one of my favorite authors and I love his podcast and reading his books he constantly especially in Rules of Attraction he constantly does that where characters. It, like have these twisted sort of tangled web we weave sort of uh, relationships mm-hmm. where guys have hooked up with guys, gr- guys have hooked with girls. They used to date each other. All like, and it's hard to keep up sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Yeah, Fun. I'm all. For yeah, it. but Carrie is a little bit. She's she's treating it as kind of like a an amusement, like it's a circus sideshow or something. In my opinion, maybe I'm just putting that. On I it think, yeah, maybe we are me. putting on it, but I feel like she's one wink away from making, she's one making fun of that. it a little bit. Yeah. But you know, she's she's assimilating to the best of her ability. She's yeah. having fun at the she's party. She's wearing pleather. She's wearing a black pleather dress with a huge, huge, ridiculous white she's, flower she on she it. Looks yeah, great. and um, gold uh, whore heels. Yes, yes. and it, it it is absolutely skin tight. Skin tight. Mm. You can see everything. And then uh, some short-haired somebody Featured comes in with a, a red and green snakeskin top. Yeah. Which looks as good as it sounds. Yep. Yes. Comes in it and does. says, guys, it's time, and holds a bottle, and it's time to play Spin, Spin the, the Bottle. Ooh, ooh. And Carrie says something that I can't remember. Um, and so they're playing Spin the Bottle, and like... She's like, what is it, seventh grade? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what it was. And right. I don't think that was it. Some Something shit happens like that. that you don't need to know. All you need to know is that the bottle lands. Uh, Alanis Morissette spins the bottle and lands on Carrie. And Carrie, and Carrie says, says, "Oh, uh, well, oops, it was a girl. Let, next turn." And it's like, and Alanis no, says, "No, no, that's okay." Yeah. And I said out loud, "I would do anything she told me to do." Anything. Yeah. This I would Earth do Mother. Anything. So Earth that's Mother. Okay. You, yeah. you want to know who found their inner goddess? Uh, Alanis Morris. Yeah, yeah, she did. And it's like, Carrie, don't be such a jagged little pill. Just oh. kiss her. Okay? Oh, Alan. Bye. And Carrie sits there like a robot. Yeah. Smoking a cig. Put like it out asshole. for one second. Yeah. You, she she already knew. She sits down to play spin the bottle at which people kiss. Lights, Lights up a cigarette. Up a cigarette. 
Uh, Smokes up a sin stick. Yeah. Rude much. Yeah. And Alanis Morissette makes her way all the way over there. It's in slow motion. Oh, some hippie music is playing. And she kisses her. And Carrie reacts for half a second at the end of the kiss. And then puts her head down. And then her chin into her chest. Like, and she's And she's like, I fell down the rabbit hole. She's like, I could either be that old fart. I hate that phrase. I hate that. I really do. And it's like, she's like, or I could fall into the Allison... Who knows our sexual identity orientation rabbit hole? And she's like, and I fell down the hole. And I was like, wow, you it's get like, a you, you get really, a medal. You get a gold star for barely letting some girl kiss you and not participating at all. I don't choke on so. it. There are rules to spin the bottle, Carrie. You ought to know. Oh, <laughs> you asshole. Anywho, so Carrie's like, oh, so Carrie. Fucking Irish exits the she hell does. out of oh, no, that she, party. She, she gets up to leave immediately after and tags like, where are you going? She's like, oh yeah, just to get more cigarettes. Yeah. And then she walks out of the party and, the and leaves. Says, that was, that the last- was the last night I saw Mark. Now, I wonder if there if there's Sean, any way to read Sean. this. That, uh, oh. Sean. Uh, tag. Um, <laughs> uh, I wonder if there's any if there's any way to read that. She says that was the last night. night. I've always thought of the episode a, as she walked out of the party right me then. Me too. But, but yeah. maybe her, she doesn't. Her not saying that was the last time I saw him, her saying that was the last night I saw him, makes me go, I guess, I suppose you could say she did go to get more cigarettes and she hung around for the rest of the party and then left on her that home. That pack looked full to me, though, but maybe yeah. she was holding it because it was empty. But yeah. I choose to still believe that she left right then yeah. and Irish exited like a dick. And she said, that's just me. That's just me. I took my old fart, fart ass, ass home. home. Willful okay. ignorance. I just don't, I also don't love, I don't love that rhetoric, um, of which is very of the Matrix, of like, I guess I'm getting old. I guess yeah. I gotta go home because I'm old. You don't I don't have understand. to say that. What do that the kids of, listen to? That kind of stuff drives me crazy. It drives me yeah. crazy. Like, you can you can go home because you're tired. You don't have to go home because you're old. I'm too old for this. I'm too yeah. old. Okay? Oh, you guys, I'm too old. Oh, oh wait, we gotta save my teeth. I'm too old. <laughs> I think I joke that there we feel like there are certain people that have waited their whole life to use that excuse. Absolutely. Yes. Who've like who are like finally like yes now I'm old so now I don't yeah. have an excuse to do like have fun or yeah. yes. I know. You know, like, come on. Just come on. It's sad. Just get up. Just go. Just get up and go. You're going to be fine. Just like Hillary always says, like, going out is always better than staying in. (laughs) That's absolutely right. It's like Carrie says to Big in Sex and the City, too. It's like, drink this, put on a clean shirt. We're going to that movie premiere. We're going to that movie premiere. Yeah. And everything worked out. Yeah. I always think like Carried I'm not gonna I'm not gonna live my dreams by sitting at home. Yeah. No, I mean sometimes. But sometimes like, yeah. I get my life sitting at home. Yes, me too. I kind of take that back, but sometimes not. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Think but about. But the point is, either way, it's not because you're old. Yes, it's because you made a choice. That's that's like, what it, it is. You you. You're not uncomfortable with bisexuality because oh, they they made the whole argument that it's Generation X and Generation Y, and then things got mixed up, so it became Generation XY. Whatever. That George McFly laugh you got going on over there, um, Alec. Daniel, this 
I would say that this is you could repeat this uh, episode, watch it again, no mm, problem. Mm-hmm. Would you watch it again? Would you fall asleep to it? You know, I've watched it many times. Yeah, and I probably would watch it again, but I would probably watch it again for the Miranda stuff. Yes, yeah. it's my that's f- the it's, takeaway. Yeah, I kept that watching that, thinking I am Miranda, we are Miranda. Yes, yeah, that was Miranda's episode. Is I, there, lo- I love that. Is there anything you'd stick in a montage from this episode? The the Miranda and Steve stuff. Some yeah. of those conversations. I think we can leave Charlotte out. I think yeah. we can leave Samantha out. Yeah. I mean, I think we can leave Carrie out. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong. The Cat- only th- the only thing that f- you know furthers uh, you know the canon of the series is the Miranda mm-hmm. Steve. You're stuff. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Everything else is kind everything of cool. else you can kind of just. Uh, Catherine, anything else? No, I think I've said all I have to say. Well, that's fantastic. Well, Daniel, the the Carry On audience loves you. Thank you know you. that we love you. Oh, I you speak for them so when sweet. I say thank you for coming back. I want to yeah. do it every day, yeah. every night. Well, you know yeah. you're always welcome here. Thank carry you. On. <laughs> um, and until next time, Carry, carry On! on.